Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I am Eli. And today, uh, I will be administering a history lesson in the form of Isekai history. The history of Isekai from the beginning to the modern day. I think it'll be fairly comprehensive, but it will sur it's definitely going to skip over a lot of details, I would say. So if I mischaracterize your favorite anime from the 90s or something, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, it's the 90s, so... It's the 90s. Anything went back then. <laughs> Very true. Okay. So, let's start by just, like, setting a ground-level expectation of what is an isekai? How are we using it? How are we defining it for the purposes of this history lesson? So, isekai, by my understanding, is... A story where the protagonists go to another world. They may or not be able to return to their original world, but most of the time they stay in their new world. They can get there by force, by accident, by purposefulness. I don't know. There's a lot of ways you can get to an isekai. And then... Beyond that, isekai... Well, isekai is not really a genre into itself. Until recently, it, it's not, it hasn't been a genre into, unto itself. It's, it's just uh, been a setting. Yeah, it's a, it's, a plot it's, device. It's a plot device that somehow managed to turn itself into a genre. Which, I guess that's how genres work. <laughs> I mean, way, 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 in the, way, way in the past, someone said, Hey, what if we make a movie... That's in black and white, not just in color, but in tone. And then noir. Noir was invented. All right, then. That, 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 that was a very stupid metaphor. Never mind. Forget I mean, all that. I, I guess. I guess it makes sense. I, if, like, a certain type of storytelling was frequently used with that plot device or that technique, and then... I, Everybody just kind of associated that technique or plot device with the genre and kind, kind of like assumed everything with that plot device was the genre. Better, better, better example, uh, Tolkien and fantasy. Uh, Tolkien, I, I think he literally invented orcs. <laughs> uh, I don't think he invented elves, but he codified elves. Just so many fantasy tropes were codified. And un were made, unmade, broken, twisted into pretzels. They're just seen as standard now, but they were new and original back then. And see, the thing about the actually the, the Tolkien-esque fantasy stuff is that like a lot of assumptions we make about elves and dwarves and so on and so forth were actually more codified by like D and D and yes stuff that sprang off. From Tolkien-esque fantasy, where Tolkien's fantasy has a lot more in common with the uh, mythology and whatnot that he drew from, but we're so not talking about Tolkien's fantasy. We'll save that today. for my rant on elves. <laughs> Let's uh, put that one on the list. <laughs> the elf episode coming up soon. Keep an eye out. Anyways, isekai is a fascinating genre to me. So, should I start at the beginning or should I start at? The beginning, beginning. I think you should start uh, at the beginning. 
beginning. Beginning. <laughs> this is an honest question. <laughs> well, you see, once upon a time, oh my God. the entire universe was in an infinitesimally small point of like infinite mass and energy. Didn't I already do this joke? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you know what? I'll just... I'll start by mentioning an anime called Sword Art Online. Oh, God. You've probably heard about it. <laughs> it is easily one of the most popular anime that has ever been created. I am fairly certain. Yeah, I I, I feel I like that's safe to say. Popular. Uh, that's one word for it. Uh, what's the what's the other word for it? Detested, deplored. Opinions on it are very. It's it's been watched by many, and the opinions are about as varied. Yeah, that is. I would have to agree with that. So, we'll get to SIO in a little bit, but just know it's kind of the marker in time for Isekai. It marks the end of one era and the beginning of another. It is the birth of Jesus Christ. Or, I suppose in this case it would be the birth of Jesus-kun. So, Kirito? Yeah, that's Jesus- <laughs> Yeah, I just said Jesus-kun. In any case, let's- So, now that we've covered SAO, which, for context, came out in summer of 2012, let's jump back about uh, over 100 years ago. The very, very first- isekai film was a japanese it's 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 been lost to time at this point but basically it's just a adaptation of a japanese folktale where a guy gets on a turtle and goes to another world to have adventures right so magic turtle got it yeah i like i said it's been lost to history so a lot of the details have been lost as well yeah a lot of a lot of movies basically from before the 30s are gone that's a damn shame yeah (laughs) now of course um i should mention that the idea of an other world is actually fairly common around the world like uh maybe not to what we modern what we currently know as isekai but often supernatural beings will have their own world unto themselves in folklore or mythology and people can travel from the real world to this fantastical world to go on adventures or more often die because of their hubris at least in greek mythology if we had to cover literally every example of someone going to another world in fiction then we would be here till the end of time uh, we <laughs> guess we're gonna use the anime stroganoff part of our. I mean, that's our entire title, but we're gonna use the anime <laughs> stroganoff. Uh, disclaimer here: we're only gonna be talking about anime. Yeah. So fast forwarding, past. So fast forwarding past prehistory, past the 1900s, or the 1800s, I suppose. Fast forwarding to 1983. The very first extant isekai appears in Aura Battler Dunbeam, or Dunbine. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, to be honest. They pronounce it, like, three different ways in the show itself, so I'm not super concerned about getting it right. Anyways, that that releases winter 
83. It is the first isekai. It's not really... It has no resemblance to a modern isekai. Basically, it's a fantasy world where there's, like, bug mechs, and people from other from Earth have to pilot them. So there's a whole bunch of people from Earth in the isekai, which is... Mm, I don't want to say more recent thing that's been cropping back up, but I don't know if we see a lot of people from different like places in the world in isekais, like multiple people in an isekai that are from different places in the world. Because in most modern isekai, it's like just Japanese people who get sent to the isekai. Yeah, nothing... Nothing from anime springs to mind. Yeah. But in Aura, Batter Dun- Aura Battler Dunbean, uh, the main character is Japanese, of course, but uh, the two people he first meets in the isekai, for also from Earth, is a Californian and I think a Russian? This was, It was 83, so who knows. And also, like, the leader of the bad guy's tech development division is also from California. <laughs> It was like a robotics major from Caltech or something. I don't know. It it was a weird time. This was around the same time that the original Gundam was coming out. So everybody had Mecha on their minds. I mean, it's the 80s. Anything went back then. As long as it, as long as it was Mecha, anything went. And so, or Battle of Dunbean, it's, it's a fantasy world, obviously. But it doesn't have, like, Elves and dwarves and shit. It's got bug mechs, which is really weird to the modern to the modern day viewer, at least. So after Aura Battle or Dunbeam, it is over a decade in fall 1994 that the next isekai comes out in Magic Knight Rayearth. I don't actually know that much about it. Uh, I couldn't find somewhere to watch it, but it it looks kind of like a magical girl show by way of isekai-ish. And it's it's weird. It, it was the 90s, anything went back then. Yeah. Now, in 1995 is the first year we get two isekais in the same year. We get uh, Fushigi Yugi in spring, and El Hazard the Wanderers in fall. Where Fushigi Yugi is a I actually kind of hesitate to call it like an, a real isekai because it only really features the main characters going into a book but it's like a whole world it's it's weird it's weird it's the 90s whatever El Hazard is much more isekai uh in that the world that they go to is a lot more alien like there's bug monsters and shit and it, it it reminded me a lot more of Aura Battler Dunbane than Fushigi Yugi. But it took them, like, the entire first episode to get to the isekai, which is highly abnormal to the modern viewer. So then we get uh, Escaflone, which didn't get a chance to watch that. But it's similar to Fushigi Yugi, I think. And uh, the weirdest one on in the 90s list is Those Who Hunt Elves. There's one about hunting elves. Okay, so don't get too excited, because it's 
they're not hunting elves to like kill them. They're hunting elves to uh, find the pieces of a magic spell to send them back to Earth. Oh. They'd have a tank though. They have a okay. I mean that that's a plus. They have a tank and an assault rifle. It's I would say this is the first isekai that features like the more common Tolkien-esque fantasy type things in it. You know, like elves and well, obviously elves. I I have not actually watched it to be honest, but it is certainly an Watch interesting. Watch there be a plot twist where there's no elves in that show. No, the, like one of the main characters is an elf. <laughs> oh, the one who was supposed to send them back, but who lost the spell to send them back. I don't know. Anyways, it's really weird. So after this point, oh, and Escaflone and those who hunt elves were both from 1996. Again, spring and fall. So now we're going to jump ahead three years to 1999, and this is the first year we get a triple event. We get three isekai in the same year, and we get two isekai in the same season, depending on how you define Digimon. Personally, I've, I'm pretty sure it's an isekai, at least by our the definition we're working off of. I mean, I'd count it. And the other two that came out this year I have never heard of, but uh, seem decently popular, which are Dual Parallel Trouble Adventure and... Now and then, here and there. These titles are just fantastic. <laughs> I'm trying to read the uh, the English titles whenever possible, because... Whew. In any case, uh, jumping ahead to 2000, in summer we get, I believe, an anime movie called Strange Dawn, which is certainly weird. It's apparently pretty good, but uh, obviously I haven't seen a lot of the stuff that's on the list because there's just so much freaking isekai. Also in 2000, we get Inuyasha, which is, I think, one of the first big isekais to, like, make ripples in the community. Yeah. Because, like, you had Digimon the year before, but Inuyasha, a lot of people watched that. Uh, There's actually a sequel and Yasha airing right now, which is kind of weird. Kind of weird to me. Not not weird to everybody. And for those unfamiliar with Inuyasha, it's a girl falls into a shrine well and ends up in like past Japan, but it's like fantasy past Japan with like demons and stuff. And she falls in love with a wolf boy. And as far as I understand, it's a pretty good show. So now 2002... We're, we're breezing by these pretty quick. Um, 2002 is... We got two isekai in this one. Dot hack slash slash sign. Probably just pronounced dot hack sign. And the 12 kingdoms. Which just looks like Fushigi Yugi. But a little bit different. And dot hack sign is actually the first isekai... Now, this is another one where I'm hesitant to actually call it an isekai, but it's the first type of story like this where the protagonists get trapped in a video game, which is, uh, it will be relevant. So then, skipping ahead three years at this point, we drop ourselves off in spring 2005 
and Subasa Chronicle, which is actually more of just a giant crossover between all of the Clamp properties. Damn shame they didn't make this after Code Geass came out. Mm. That would have been fucking hilarious. But you got, like, uh, I think, I want to say Cardcaptor Sakura and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> it's it's an it's I read the manga to it a while ago it's it's a very it's a very interesting story so moving on skipping to the next year summer 2006 we get zero uh I almost said the, <laughs> the familiar <laughs> of zero I already know which one you're talking about yeah the familiar of zero which yeah. is <laughs> I've not actually watched it but <laughs> no I I it, want to it was decently popular it was decently I mean yeah it's like uh, one of the, I don't want to say Shauna clones, but it's one of the like the first OG Shauna clones. Ah, uh, of course, of course, that's why you know it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's why you know it. God, you got nothing but Shauna on your mind. Anyway, so yeah, Familiar of Zero, it had a few, well, it had actually several sequel series. Yeah, well, it, sequel it series, got like seasons, whatever. Sequel seasons, whatever. It got like three or four, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. So it has a, it has a, and it has a decent following on the internet that I can like probably toss a rock and find some familiar of zero fan art or something within a few clicks of that rock. That was a very confusing metaphor I just did. <laughs> so for whatever reason, Iskai just loves skipping ahead three years. So after familiar of zero. Which also brought in, like, I don't want to, admittedly, I have not watched it, but I wonder if it might have brought in some bad elements to the isekai. With, because uh, if I remember correctly, it is a harem show. And that might, to be fair, to be fair, harem was kind of all the rage around, like, the late aughts, early tens. God knows I've watched way too much harem from that era. I know you have. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> another harem. Tenshi Muyo, War on Geminar. I started watching this. It is... It's it's too horny for its own good. It's, it's But basically, it's a spinoff of Tenshi Muyo, which is its own thing. God, Tenshi Muyo... Like the the more popular version we know of, that most people know about about Tenchi Muyo, isn't like the original Tenchi Muyo. I'm pretty sure it's very compu It's very complicated. Anyways, in this one, dude gets sent to an to like a uh, to an isekai, and has to fight in a mech. Hey, mechs are back, and we will never see them again. Uh, after that, all right. Then that was in two thousand nine. Yeah, after after two thousand two, it gets really spotty for Isekai, right up until two thousand nine ish. Anyways, two thousand eleven, we get our our last double event in Dog Days and uh, Astaroth's Toy. Pretty sure the the second one there is also a Shauna clone. I think that's one of the bad ones. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And I'm pretty sure Dog Days got a couple sequels. Yeah, I think they got like, I don't know, three, four seasons. 
Again, I've I don't know. fucking never heard of Dog Days. I've heard of like... it. I've it's on my list. <laughs> it's on mine too. After I finally found out about it, but I had no idea it existed. It's been on my list since yeah a, a while. Fair enough. I think, I think the only thing I know I know of it being vaguely uh vaguely noteworthy is that the dude freely moves back and forth from the isekai back to normal world. I think like he, he literally vacations in the isekai yeah. world. Yeah. I want to say that it starts out where he's trapped there and yes. then by the end of the first yeah, that season is, he can like go back and forth. To my to my knowledge that is correct. He's stuck there, then he figures out how to go back. But then yeah. he's like, "Eh, I mean like, you know, I got a world where like dog people and they flew for whatever." And that's that's not a euphemism. They literally like they you hit them and then they turn into a floofball. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a very stupid show, to my understanding. Yeah, I believe it's also a uh, a harem show. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway, so we have covered everything up to this point. We covered everything through 2011 in Isekai. Okay. Now comes Sword Art Online, the first isekai to hit massive mainstream success. And unfortunately, it's it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll say the first the uh the Ironcred, the first Ironcred arc. Sword Art Online's greatest sin is that it's mediocre. Oof, yeah. There is infinitely more interesting about something that is offensively bad than there is something that's just painful to watch. Like, yeah, that's true. It, 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 it doesn't even it doesn't even use the whole isekai thing. Well, it does. <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's literally like extremely central to the entire plot, but it doesn't like fully use the isekai ness. Yeah. It doesn't use the unique elements of its isekai to the fullest extent, is probably what you mean? Yes. That makes sense. And I also blame it for introducing, like, the stereotypical isekai protagonist. Yes. Super, super generic looking. Like, teenager, male, cis, straight, maybe bi. Black hair. Black hair. Slightly (laughs) messy, not too... not. Not, like, straight and proper or, like, super wild, although that does come up later. Not important. But just, like, slightly messy. And overall average abilities, except they're secretly super strong, because they're, like, super good at doing isekai. In in, in Sword Art Online, it's because he's really good at video games. Yes. Because of his reaction speed, apparently. I, I want to say That's not how this. video games work, but... A fr- year, years before I actually got into anime, a friend tried to get me into anime by showing me Sword Art Online 2. Watched the first episode of that, so I figured I needed context, so I watched the first 15 episodes of the first Sword Art Online. And I was confused for the first several, because I'm like, where's the teal-haired girl? Isn't she the protagonist? <laughs> God, I wish... I wish Shinona was the actual <laughs> protagonist of Sword Art Online. That would be awesome. Uh, right up until she joined the harem, she was really interesting. Admittedly, I haven't been following Sword Art Online since, other than making fun of it. Like no. right now. I 
that that ship has long since sailed. Right about the time it simultaneously bored and creeped me right out of there. Oof. <laughs> okay. So now, since, since Sword Art Online has come out, we have seen a massive explosion in the number of isekai. Yes. So, for context, like, there's 18, maybe, like, 20-odd isekai over 28, how, how many years? I think you said 28. Yeah, 28 years. So, almost three decades. Almost three decades. We see, like, almost one per year. A dozen and a half, basically. Yeah. Almost one every other year. Not in the, on, on the high end. Yeah. But after this... From by my count, uh, including like sequels and such, we are at about sixty-five isekai series in eight years. So that's a, lot. a fuck ton. Yeah, it's a fuck ton. <laughs> sixty-five over eight, uh, a lot, a lot. So actually, interesting thing. Guess what? Guess what? Other isekai came out in the same year as same season as Sword Art Online. Hold on, I, I I know that we went over this like we when we did our deep dive that one time we we did this. I think uh, so. Hold on, we, we yeah. tried to watch this show once, but it was no. You're gonna have to give it to me. Aesthetica of a rogue hero. Oh, okay, when you said we tried to watch this once, <laughs> I thought you meant we, we, we watched it and we didn't like it, not we literally tried, but we could get the video players to work. <laughs> yeah, so this one actually came out the same season as Sword Art Online, but we had never heard of it until we like stumbled across it. Apparently it's pretty popular, and also, judging from like how it's, judging from the poster, actually, because we still haven't freaking seen it, it's probably responsible for a lot of the uh, isekai tropes that I have cast blame onto Sword Art Online for. Quite possibly. Isn't it also think like a reverse isekai? Yeah, because the guy goes to an isekai, wins, and then comes back to Earth. At least, that's my, to my knowledge, that is that is the plot. Like we said, we, we tried to watch it, and we, we literally tried, but couldn't get it to work, so... I blame Funimation, personally. In any case, in the first, so then, twenty thirteen, we get Devil as a Part Timer, another reverse Sakai. Yes. Log Horizon, Fall twenty thirteen. That is the first time we see an Isekai where they where they actually go to another world, but it's another trapped in a video game Isekai. Yes. Outbreak Company, same season, was an actual Isekai. So I guess that was the first actual isekai since Sword Art Online. Complicated. Anyways, No Game No Life, that's big. That's a big one. It's shit, but it's a big one. <laughs> I'd I would personally say that we don't start to see the like bad isekai crop up until 2015 when Gate releases. Uh Gate. We've already made our opinions on the first season of Gate very clear. Yeah. If you want more info on that, go check out our like episode history. It 
I believe it's titled uh, "We Listened or We Watched Gate and We Don't Like It." <laughs> and we don't like it. We still don't like it. So yeah, twenty fourteen is when like we start to see a lot of Isekai. Winter twenty fourteen is the last season, with the exception of fall twenty seventeen, that there is no Isekai on offer. I think it's worth noting that also the same season that Gate came out, Overlord came out. Damn shame. Shame about Overlord for other reasons. It kind of wastes, I think it's wasted its premise. and it, it, That's like another show. That's, that's another show. Neither here nor there. I can complain about Overlord some other time. In any case, we do get a lot of good isekai in 2015-2016, but... And it's I like mean, one Konosuba. Oh yeah, Konosuba. But yeah, we do get like a f- pretty uh, several very good isekais. Not a lot of like super generic, like oh you know I'm an isekai protagonist. Yeah, uh, Drifters came out. Yeah, that was a pretty good show. I mean, it was all right. It kind of fell off towards the end, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think we're ever gonna see a season two. A lot of elves in that one. Revolutionary elves. <laughs> Okay, so quick question: do, do we count Kobayashi's Dragon Maid as an isekai? Uh well, personally, I do. Technically, it is in that. Uh, te- well, technically, I guess it would be a reverse isekai. True. But it, this is where it gets murky in that if you literally take it at face value and that it simply requires someone to go from one world to another, then yes, it is. But yeah. If you were saying, hey, recommend to me a good isekai. You probably wouldn't say, hey, <laughs> would, go watch Kobayashi's Dragon That Maid. would not be on the list. Yeah. So now, 2017. Winter 2017. That is a, that is a good, good season. That's when Yojo Senki comes out. Yeah. And spring 2017 is Recreators. I mean, I've I've mentioned that 2017 is like my favorite, or my, may, maybe second favorite at this point, but well, definitely favorite. For an, at least for now, uh, year. Yes. But that's that's that has nothing to do with Isekai, so. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, 2017 is also the year that everything goes to shit. Yes. We get smartphone Isekai in this year, which is not great. I haven't seen it personally. I've watched some videos on it. It's not great. And from here, the hits become more and more infrequent as well all the like good adaptation material is already adapted at this point so they just start pulling whatever they got and this is where the isekai protagonist really comes into its own there's a bunch of stuff i want to say slime jesus Oh, I want to say Slime Jesus 2018. That is when we see another. That was 2018. Fucking hell, fall 2018. To be fair, Uh, still, I mean, it's it's we're going into winter 2021 now, aren't we? Yes, yes, we are. So (laughs) it's still two years ago. Oh yeah, fall 2018. Oh God, but this is I would say this marks a point in Isekai where we see a change from just, like, generic heroes to anti-heroes and straight up... Well, like, Overlord is probably the first one where we see actual, like, a villain 
And I guess kind of, kind of Yojo. Well, not not the villain. I mean, obviously, we're talking about Yojo the hero Senki. in Yojo Senki. Yojo Senki is very complicated, and <laughs> it's very complicated. It's that's that's again where it completely more or less ignores or straight up messes about with like standard isekai because it's not in any way a standard isekai. It's not even trying to be. So yeah, that's true. So. Yojo Senki is its own thing that happens to take place in another world. We'll just we'll just file that off. We'll file that off as good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. It, it it completely ignores like any of the standard stuff and goes to do its own thing, and it's actually good. That's it's weird how that works out that way. Yeah, I know. But yeah, like Slime Jesus, it's. I think the first animated one, aside from Overlord... I think we have to explain to people what we mean when we say Slime Jesus. Right. <laughs> that's, just, that's what we call it. <laughs> I keep forgetting that people don't call it Slime Jesus. Uh, full, full title, uh, The Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. It which, started out really good. It started out okay. It started I, out decent. I was better than Slightly better than average. Uh, and then it and then it just kind of ended. It it, it kind of the pacing kind of screwed school, up. And then it, it got ended. weird. It got a second season, but Jesus uh, Christ! I mean, isn't that second season about to start airing? Yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. is. We will not be covering it for the record because yeah, we, we have sworn off slime Jesus. <laughs> we jokingly refer to Rimru, the main character, as the slime Jesus. So we I mean, just we just refer to the show as Slime Jesus now. I mean, it kind of is. They kind of are Slime Jesus. Yeah, it's it's we're, we're taking the piss. It's when we say it's, Slime Jesus, we mean that time I got reincarnated as a slime because, as we all know, Japanese media titles are either weird, super long, or both. Especially, well, specifically light novel titles because. I think that's one of the core things is somewhere in here we move I, I'd say 2017 is the point when we when we decided to move from mangas adapted from light novels being adapted into anime into just like adapting light novels right away for some yeah. of these. I mean I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of them had manga adaptations before they had an anime adaptation but you either hear about the light novel or the anime. You never hear about the manga for a lot of these. And manga is its own thing. Because, so Sword Art Online came out in, as a manga in 2009. Or, I mean, it originally came out as a, as a web novel. Right. Okay, let me rephrase that. And that let, was let, me double, let me double check. The early aughts. Okay, sorry, no. It came out as a light novel in 2009. It came out as a, as a manga in like the same year it came out as an anime. But the light novel is probably way more influential yes. in terms of stuff because I've just been talking about the anime side of everything, and that only shows you a small portion of the content that that has been created for Isekai. For, Most... for as much as we complain about there being way too much Isekai anime, there is an entire dump truck. <laughs> for every single sh isekai show that comes out of just even worse manga with a even slightly similar premise way just drop on you yeah very true 
And so I've been kind of, whatchamacallit, uh, I've been kind of waffling on whether to call Slime Jesus the first, like, villain isekai, but it's not really a villain isekai. The first villain isekai is Overlord, and then, I suppose, Antihero, it's complicated. It's... Whatever, Shield Hero, Asuka, that, that, that piece of that's, shit. That's, that's kind of an isekai. I mean, it... There is an isekai. People yes. come from the isekai. It's, it's, it's technically an isekai. Okay, give me this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, no, I'm giving it to you. It is technically an isekai. Summer 2019. They, they literally have a portal where people walk through. <laughs> All right, summer 2019. What happened then? Uh, uh, oh, two, yes. Two big, like, world-changing isekais came out. One of the, the greatest, one? one of the greatest isekais ever of all time, came out in summer 2019. Arufareta, uh, that's that's its short name, or as I like to call it, Arfufu, because I can <laughs> I can barely pronounce Arufareta on a good day. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not an like, easy name. Also, Arufareta is not a real word. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, it's a it's a concatenation of two of like two or more Japanese words. This happens a lot with light novels because their titles are so fucking long. Uh, it's its full title is Arufareta Semicolon from Commonplace to World's Strongest. Yeah. In I'm which I'm pretty sure if you translate it into it in Japanese you can like get the shortened. Anyways. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about Arufareta. The other one was Milfsakai. <laughs> uh you want to read that super long title out? <laughs> Fuck no. <sighs> Basically, I'm, I, got, this, I think that's the first one where a guy gets sent to an isekai with his mom. I think that's the only one. <laughs> Good. I mean, let's not discount isekai manga and isekai light novels. As soon as that came out, like, six people were already writing drafts. Uh, and there's just been... A bunch of isekai. We've actually been seeing more female protagonists in isekai, especially in like laid back ones. Which I, I, I don't know, because the ones with the female protagonists that are laid back, they're always like the protagonist is OP, like a normal isekai, but it's a comedy, which I I can kind of get behind, but at the same time, it's kind of meh. I have mixed feelings about that. Now, spring 2020 is when we get the first iteration in anime of the villainess isekai which is Spring 2020 That was two seasons ago fuck Yeah that was Holy fuck <laughs> was literally last April Yeah Uh right when everything went to shit <laughs> Do you remember what you were doing last April No all I remember was spring break, and then everything went. Everything goes blank. Yes, yeah, spring break, and then it's December, and it's still not even that cold out. Uh, I blame Texas. In I don't blame case. Texas. I credit Texas. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so yes, the villainess Isekai, which after it comes out, I start to notice. A lot of villainous isekai manga, like that, like that one we talked about last week. Yes. Ah, uh, good times, good times. I I would say there's not really enough to talk about villainous isekai uh, in depth. One thing 
another thing is uh like child isekai this is more of a uh manga and light novel thing but where a protagonist is like either reborn literally reincarnated into another world or they are switched into the body of somebody who's who is significantly younger than them and so like they grow up from a child to an adult over the course of the series except it's usually about one or two chapters or episodes until they're an adult the worst example of this is eighth son (laughs) which i hate with a burning passion Ah, come on you love that show and you know it it had such a good fucking start and then it abandoned every single aspect of its premise for one goddamn motherfucking joke I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. And also very, very mad. I'm also very, very mad. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. And also, something I mentioned last time, Karoshi, or Death by Overwork Isekai, where the protagonist is sent to the other world and gets to live an easy life because they died from overwork in their original life. Yeah, uh, but the first one of those is going to be hitting soon. Oh, no, they've already hit. <laughs> By the Grace of the Gods is one, and I think... Oh. Oh, Eighth Son, was, Eighth, Eighth Son is one as well. Was Did he overwork himself, or didn't he just sort of, like, come home, sit down to eat, fall asleep, and then, I'm pretty he, was, sure it, then it, he was isekai'd? No, he died. He straight oh, up he died. died. He straight okay. up died. He died then. Like, he, he, he fell asleep waiting for his rice to finish cooking, and he died. Like, you can't start a fucking isekai with something that traumatic and then go on to be like, oh, we're just going to have a fun fantasy adventure in another world. Fuck you. I'm not mad. I'm not mad you're mad. I'm I'm so mad. I'm not mad. I'm mad. I'm so mad. I'm I'm mad at madness. Yeah. God. <sighs> that uh, I think that actually brings us to, not not to the 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 direct modern day, but that brings us uh, very more or close. less to the present. I think that's like literally a season ago. Yeah, well, like I mentioned, by the grace of the gods, which is airing right now, and it's not good in my opinion, especially because in by in by the grace of the gods, the dude dies. Not just because of overwork, but because of a brain aneurysm that he got when he fell on the floor while sleeping. (sighs) I don't know where I was going with that. Point is, there's been a lot of isekai, and there's way too much. (laughs) Like, covering all of it in one hour is really, really hard. (laughs) So, I guess the conclusion to this is... If you want to know more about like a specific era of isekai in the pre-SAO or post-SAO period, let let us know on the Discord or on Twitter. Just let us know and we'll put out another episode with a more focused topic where I'm not just ranting about Eighth Sun again. 
I think it's just one of the, the, the shows that will just end end with me launching into a rant. There are shows that will end with you launching into a rant. Uh, that's one of those. That's one of yours. God. Uh, next season, winter twenty twenty one. I sh- I say next season. Uh, the first show of that season, uh, Attack on Titan, final season. That's already started airing. Although yeah, everything else does. doesn't start until like January proper, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not not until like the first week of January, at the earliest, I think. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> next season when we have the sequel apocalypse. God. Uh, we won't be covering most of the sequels, for the record. I believe three of those, uh, straight up, are just are 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 are. are, 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 are I believe that three of those sequels are Isekai sequels. Uh, I believe we have another SIO sequel. Uh, Log Horizon sequel. Long time coming. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, uh, Slime, Jesus Slime Jesus sequel. Yeah, that's 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 the second season of Slime Jesus coming out. Re-Zero and I think sequel. A couple... Right. So it's probably like four or five at this point. There's a lot of Isekai coming out. And they're... And by my metrics, there will be more isekai. Yeah, there will just be more and more isekai until it stops altogether. There's that stupid spider one coming out. Oh god, don't remind me about that. (laughs) I hate the spider one. (sighs) Well, in any case, I think that's more or less it. Uh, Yeah. uh... If you want to hear about any of the shows I mentioned on today's episode, uh, let us know. Again, on the Discord or via Twitter. And, uh, I guess until next time. Yeah, I guess until next time, uh, happy Hanukkah. Yes. As of recording, uh, it is, it is Hanukkah, and it will still be Hanukkah, uh, as a as of when this goes out, so. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, eight day holidays for the win. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, and for everybody else, happy holidays, and hope you're doing well. And uh, that's Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I've been Eli. See you next time.